If this episode's proven anything, is that anything could be a sex joke. Hello and welcome everybody to the Geekscape Games Podcast. This is level 27, the on time, the tardy, and the one. I am your on time, along with Derek Cranerveld, uh, Shane O'Hare. <laughs> I'm The two of us are the on time. The tardy is Josh Jackson, and of course, the one is the one. How's everybody doing this week so far? Uh, I feel like you fucked up that intro, but otherwise, good. You know, you know what? I, I haven't eaten in a while. I got my coffee here. Uh, it's it's been a stressful day, so we'll just we'll just roll with it. We'll fuck it. We'll do it live. We'll do it live. You guys, good with doing it live? That's the only way I do anything. I always do it live. That's how we do it every week. <laughs> right on. <laughs> I, I think the quality of our finished product uh, shows how well we prepare for this. Yes, yes, exactly. Um, anyway, um, let's get into it. Uh, last week, we had a question that Juan and Josh weren't able to answer. Uh, the question was, uh, what is the longest you've gone through a video game without knowing a basic feature or ability? Um, and we'll let Juan go first. Uh, I, now that you mentioned I think I did answer this question. It was the Phantom Hourglass map Fuck, that's right. All right, so that's there's right. my answer. There you go. Uh, okay. Anybody wants to hear that, go to last week's episode, which number is 26. Which is not up yet. Which is not, which up, is not yet. up yet. I'm going to be editing two shows at once. Uh, <laughs> um, Josh, well, what is yours? You should just combine well, them into one really long show. <laughs> it'll be like, a, yeah, it'll just bleed into each other. It's like a secret track on a CD. <laughs> they they no. all they all bleed in together in my head. Like, just everything is just one big, long, like, m- monotone, like, tone at this point you have to listen episodes. to them like four times while editing don't you yep yep <laughs> i'm sick of hearing the voices <laughs> no but my answer is kind of weird because when i originally played it i didn't have this problem but when i recently tried to play it again i did but i played like i think 20 or no i spent like two hours going back and forth trying to figure out where to go on super metroid and it turned out that i just got stuck at the noob bridge the noob is- bridge yeah, it's but it's called the new bridge by the community because you can hold B to run, but Samus runs so fast by default that no one ever really thinks to push it. And then there's this particular bridge after the first boss where the ground breaks under you and the only way to get past it fast enough is to run, but most people or a lot of people didn't know that there was a run button, so I was sitting there running in circles trying to figure out where I'm supposed to go when in reality I just had to hold B. While walking, and I could have saved myself two hours. <laughs> oh, Jesus, we got a lot of like um, our responses are a lot like that from last week. Um, there's a lot of funny ones about not knowing like sprinting and shit like that. Um, that's a little embarrassing, Josh. It's a little embarrassing. Well, yeah, see, it's because as you all probably know, your gaming skills degrade as you get older. So I didn't <laughs> have that for problem. Yourself. Things. <laughs> <laughs> well, if we could play Smash Brothers, we could figure it out. Oh. <laughs> oh, well, I already know that you're going to fucking like just beat my ass and not in a fun way, uh, in a uh, very painful, uh, not fun way. Uh, analogies aren't working good either. Well, painful All and right, fun seems to go get... together when I, <laughs> as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> All righty. Uh, news this week has been quite slow. Uh, the biggest thing on my radar is Hero of the Storm, uh, Blizzard's MOBA. Really, that's the biggest thing this week? <laughs> you're not even, even going to talk about the big, big news? What's the big, big news? 
the biggest news. This is this could be the biggest gaming news of the year, as far as I'm concerned. You know, fuck chips all that challenge. other stuff that I can't chips, remember. Right are now. you saying Chips Challenge? Chips Challenge one, <laughs> but not only Chips Challenge one. Chips Challenge one and two are headed to Steam. That's two games in one. Reddit is blowing up at this moment. L- it's Chips Challenge, you guys. I've who cares? Played, who the fuck cares about Blizzard and whatever they're doing? The Chips Challenges. Well, you're in for a treat when it comes to Steam. <laughs> didn't didn't that like come built in on like a Windows like? It was like Windows Plus. Yeah, it was. It the was, reason it was... to have a PC has now been validated. <laughs> it is now truly the master race. Oh, that's awesome! It's coming uh, next month. It's coming this May. Uh, so, and actually, what a lot of people didn't know, so Trips Challenge was first released on the Atari Lynx. Uh, and Windows 3.1, uh, which I, I actually didn't know it was released on the um, the, the links, but Windows 3.1. And then, yeah, it was put, ported to, like, it ran on Windows 95 and everything, too, which is where I first played it. But uh, also, the guy that created it, um, he Chips Challenge 1 was actually developed in just 10 weeks. And then Chips Challenge 2, uh, he spent the next two years developing that game. But um, the trademark for the game had been sold to new owners who wanted him to fund the publishing. So he spent two years um, working on Chips Challenge 2, couldn't afford to publish it. So I believe that this is the first time Chips Challenge 2 is actually coming out. That's correct. That's so correct. Uh, so yeah, it's uh, like in the press releases they talk about two decades later with fans continually pleading. So if the fans are fans have been pleading for twenty years, for almost as long as I've been alive, people have been asking for Chips Challenge Two. Um, so after twenty years and nearly five years of negotiation with the trademark owners, Chips Challenge Two is finally going to be released uh, in all of its uh, and original glory with every unseen level and all the game elements on Steam, and it includes Chips Challenge One. So it's coming out on the 29th of May. Uh, Chips Challenge 1 will cost just $1.99. Chips Challenge 2 will be $4.99. $5 uh, for a 20-year-old game? Come on. Uh, there's also a something called the Chips Challenge 2 Editor, which is some DLC, which is $3. Or you can get all three for $4.99. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Um, I, can, I can get on board with that. What's your greatest Chips Challenge memory, you guys? <laughs> Mine was uh, passing some levels. Remember that. Remember the arrow tiles that sent you in the certain directions, and then you know, you, you guys played. Chip I've Challenge, never right? even heard of Chip I've Challenge until two Chip minutes Challenge. ago. My, are you serious? Yeah, my favorite, my favorite Chips Challenge moment is when I learned about it. When you mentioned <laughs> it a few minutes ago. Maybe it was a maybe it was a Canadian thing. No, I mean I I know of like the history of it because it came on like um like uh those like games for windows like or like you know the, the must have like um it was like a ten, it was like a 10 pack windows. yeah yeah so i know of it i've seen like uh there's a uh, retro game reviewer that i follow on youtube called uh lazy game reviews and he's talked about it and i mean i know about it but never played it never played it and you would like you're basically like collecting computer chips and there's like so many levels and they get so freaking hard i i've never actually finished you just game. you just like you've just you just fucked up a great, great little pun there. I mean, you collect computer chips, and the levels just get so challenging. What was the pun? Chips Challenge is the name of the game. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, Jesus Christ, you I collect, do remember this game. His name is Chip, and you collect computer chips, and it gets progressive. It's not a pun. That's the, that's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Touche. Um, Mo- move on to your less important news. 
yeah, uh, Heroes of the Storm. <laughs> Heroes of the what? You know, I don't know what that is. Blizz- Heroes of the Blizzard um, launches uh, June 2nd. It's um, Blizzard's... Sorry, um, I'll be too busy playing Chip's Challenge. <laughs> it's Blizzard's... Uh, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> it's Blizzard's like entry into the MOBA market, um, even though... Warcraft 3 kind of like started the whole like MOBA uh, genre with Dota. You know, it's a MOBA like Dota. We've all dabbled. I've never uh, dabbled that's... actually. I've never played Dota. Me neither. Uh, never or dabbled. League of Legends never actually. Will. No one's ever dabbled in MOBAs? No. No, I've never played one. Just like no one else played Chips Challenge. <laughs> What's a MOBA? I thought you said mobile and you, you know you were referring to Blizzard was releasing a mobile phone. This is actually the first I'm hearing of this acronym. Multiplayer online battle arena. Yeah, you've never heard of MOBAs like Dota's. No, I've never heard of it either. You've never heard of MOBA? Oh, no, I've heard guys. of. I'm making a joke. I've heard of. I've heard I've of heard MOBA. Of I've just never played played one before. I've heard of MOBA, but I don't know what it means. Is that a museum? <laughs> <laughs> Is that like a car thing, like Mopar? Um, the Museum was- of Byzantine Artifacts. <laughs> that's the new fucking episode title museum of byzantine artifacts We're you can't change the, the title mid-episode man we can do whatever we want this is geekscape games this is on the fly um anyway uh that's just a I'm, really I'm, nice I'm... way of saying we don't prepare <laughs> <laughs> i prepare shane's always like guys 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 make sure that you put all your uh links in the outline by you know, Monday, and then Monday night I put all my links in, and Tuesday afternoon I look, and mine are still the only links in. <laughs> we're an improv show. Yeah, we're doing it live. Apparently. Okay, we'll do it live. Anyway, Heroes of the Storm uh, comes out. It got uh, announced way back in 2013. It's their MOBA. Um, my biggest attraction to it is that it's a crossover with all of the Blizzard um, properties and IPs. So you're going to have characters from Diablo fighting characters from StarCraft fighting characters from Warcraft. Um, and maybe, maybe even, what was that racing game that Blizzard had on the SNES? Blizzard Anybody had a remember? racing game. Blizzard had a racing game. Yeah. Blizzard uh, had a racing game. <laughs> um, Blizzard had a racing game? Oh, yeah, wait, I started uh, that whole thing. Sorry. Uh, it's, it's like, uh, hold on. Um, oh, my God, this is going to... Gaming... This is going to fucking kill me. They had a racing game on the SNES. It was like the biggest fucking thing uh, ever. It was like one of the most, like, one of the, like, the most bestest things. Um, games develop. Hold on. Hold on. Rock and roll racing. Rock and roll racing. Nobody's heard of it. I've heard of rock and roll racing. Have you? Yes. I don't remember it, but I'm, I, I've heard of it for sure. Yeah. Um, it, uh, it's a game. It's a racing game, much like like RC Pro Am. But the do thing guys, was, is that do you guys remember that game on the Super Nintendo where you were a unicycle? Uniracers, uniracers. <laughs> that I know. <laughs> of course, it's the fourth game. But damn it, I'm involved now. <laughs> yeah, let's talk uniracers. Yeah, game. let's do it. <laughs> I just remember that game being awesome. <laughs> and and there were nobody on the uniracers. The uniracers were self-driven. Yeah, they were. <laughs> Fun fact for all you young kids out there. They're sentient unicycles. <laughs> they're they have like lofty like professional business goals. They're all self-driven <laughs> unicycles. <laughs> so so it wasn't called Blizzard back then though. It was called Silicon and Synapse. Okay. That's uh, which has which was later later became Blizzard. Uh, um. 
Silicon anyway, and Synapse? Uh, That's like a 90s dubstep band or something. Like the Prodigy. <laughs> also game developers. Same people. Like developer. New metal. New metal. The um, the thing about um, rock and roll racing was they had licensed like music. They had Black Sabbath, Deep Purple, Steppenwolf. What? George Thorogood on... Yeah, on... They were like crummy like MIDI versions of it, but that was... Anyway, we are totally fucking like so far off the goddamn trail. We're finding brown bears. Can we? Um, well, when we get to George Thorogood, we went off the damn trail <laughs> and into off the cliff, <laughs> and then we all died of dysentery. <laughs> Bringing it back to gaming. There we go. Perfect. Um. Anyway, is anybody interested in uh, possibly getting into mobas like Dota? Have you ever thought about dabbling? Um. Because I like. I like the idea of crossovers. That's why I like games like Smash Bros. I, I something about crossover crossovers just do it for me. I just I don't know. It gives me a big old gaming boner. Speaking about crossovers and boners. Speaking project, of boners. <laughs> project X Zone Two. Are yes, yes, yes. What is that? What do you oh, mean? What now is that? Shane's the one who doesn't know the game. One. Project X Zone. You, you haven't played Project X Zone. 3DS? No. I also Dude, have never played Bandcon- it. I was, Bandai? I was, I, was just telling you, I was just telling you last week to set up the uh, the giveaway. What? Remember? Oh, my God. We No, I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> no, last week when I said I couldn't make it, I was like, make sure to bring up Project X Zone 2 because I want to set up the giveaway for Project X Zone 1. I hear Deep Purple and George Thorogood in it this time. <laughs> <laughs> What's Project X Zone? It's a... Uh, it's a strategy RPG crossover that has characters from Sega, Namco, and uh, Capcom that you've never heard of. Holy shit! Like really? It's pre- okay. It's pretty much for the most part, it's a bunch of obscure characters, but, um, but yeah, they announced a sequel. Uh, I think a week. The rumor was about a week and a half ago, and then they came out with an official trailer about a week. Oh ago, my god! I'm so. looking, this game. This game looks amazing. These characters, huh? Yeah, yeah, it's, we're not, it's really we're, awesome. It's like the only strategy RPG game I've ever finished. Do you, I, guys, do you guys remember, speaking of Project X Zone, <laughs> but not really, do you guys remember Project Justice? Or Dreamcast? Yes. Especially that game is Project, so good. What's that? Dude, but but there's, Project, there's Project Justice characters in Project X Zone. No way, really? Yeah. <laughs> Why? That's weird. And George Thorogood <laughs> is in the second. It's weird that uh, it's weird that. And I the title think theme is "Bad to the Bone." They're also in the in game. In chiptune music, but that game was so good. I love Project uh, Justice. Yep, that I think like that was probably game. my most played Dreamcast game. Yeah, that was the only Ravage disc I've ever had, where I actually mm-hmm. took it to the video store to have them buff it so I could play it again. <laughs> Jesus. Um. Anyway, so is anybody going to play Heroes of the Storm but me? <laughs> this is this conversation is now about Project X Zone. Yeah, I'm just going to go play Project Justice. Uh, I thought it was yours. They're good. Uh, I'm still yours. They're good. Okay. Um, I think that was a resounding answer to your question. <laughs> all right, neat. Um, anyway, Josh, you're talking about some rumors about some Disney Infinity leaks that are kind of like Amiibos, but not as fun. Um, I would say that they're kind of like amiibos, except you could find them. Yeah, um, I was gonna say it sounds. I I was gonna say I thought they were more fun because you can actually get them without pulling your hair out. Yeah, or sniping Twitter or refreshing Amazon all night. But uh, yeah, uh, what happened was Disney and Infi- uh, 
Infinity Inquirer, I believe, was the website that broke the news where they received some leaked images of 11 new Disney figures that are going to be available for uh, Disney Infinity 3. Oh, shit! You can get Mulan! I'm totally on board now. Yeah, for that was, like, the best part of it to me, but... Yeah, like, they haven't... Disney hasn't even officially announced um, Disney Infinity 3 yet. And then so everyone at first was kind of like, oh, those could be fake mock-ups. Like, who gives a crap? And then everyone pretty much accepted it was real when Disney Infinity sent the website a cease and desist order and forced (laughs) them to take the page down. Uh Uh-oh. So, but of course, by then everyone had screen-capped it. So the images are still out there. And not only that, but they pretty much soft-confirmed it. But... The, what's, a, what's a soft confirm? That they confirmed it without confirming it. It's like, it's like, like the, the half the abs- It's like <laughs> is the that like, is of that announcements. Like, is that like the absence of evidence is not the evidence of absence? Yes, Jin Rummy, that's exactly what it is. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, um, and I know that... Uh, I don't know, do any of you guys follow Infinity at all, or am I the only one? I... Uh, you're probably the only one. I, I know can only di- afford I know what, one toy addiction. I know what Disney is. Okay, good, because it's just... I saw the lineup of the toys, and at first I got excited because they're finally releasing after... It took them three games, but they're releasing a classic Mickey finally and not the Sorcerer's Apprentice. And it looks like they're releasing Minnie with him, but there's still no Goofy. And five of the 11 figures that they showed were all characters from that new Pixar game... Or Pixar movie that's coming out. That uh, Inside Out, I think it's called. Yeah, that looks adorable. Yeah, yeah, Inside like, Out looks so looks, good. Like, the movie looks good, but like five out of eleven figures of being the same movie, like I don't know. And that's kind of no, that's, that's kind of like uh, having a three pack of Amiibos from Splatoon. Well, that's different because they're making it per game. But with Disney, it's supposed to be like across franchises, and people gave Disney Infinity One enough crap about being essentially Disney and uh, Pixar Infinity featuring Disney because <laughs> that game had more Pixar characters than anything and then now this one I think two of the characters are from Tron Legacy they're bringing out Olaf from Frozen Mickey Minnie and Mulan and then the rest of the five are from... I want to snag that Mulan and I, I I have zero Infinity characters but Mulan I, I is... feel like I feel like whenever a new toy figure of a female is announced you're like I'm on board. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, without fail every time. Yeah, I um. Did, total like you're, like, you're always like the only amiibo I want are the scantily clad women. Um. Well, like Rosalina's fairly, you know, covered. I'm surprised you didn't get Jasmine. She was when you were done with her. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh, that was perfect. Um, Geekscape Games, everybody. Uh, thank God they're they're water resistant. Um, oh, God. <laughs> um, but, you got to watch that paint, though. <laughs> um, but yeah, but as far as the figures, I'm sure these aren't the only ones. Obviously, um, there's heavy rumors that it's going to be Star Wars focused. Like the most recent one was Marvel focused, but um, with the last you know, one, there were you know, a whole lot. That's of- that's a good um, point because there's a bunch of Star Wars shit going on. Obviously, like what? Um, What's Star Wars? It's it's like Star Trek, but um, just <laughs> dirtier. But with more Hayden um, Christensen. It's like Starship <laughs> like, Troopers, but not as good. wasn't Wasn't Star Wars <laughs> that set of really good movies that were based around those really crappy old ones? <laughs> <laughs> um, John is going to kill you for that. Um, 
but yeah, uh, and... yeah that, that's a, that's a really good uh, point. They they would be stupid not to like bust out some uh, Star Wars Disney Infinity shit. Right, but then since part two had uh, relatively fewer Disney characters because they split up the figures with Marvel. Um, if these are the only Disney characters that are released and we still don't have Goofy after all this time, I'm going to be pretty, pretty peeved. Not enough to stop buying their products, of course. Now, but... do you do you play Disney Infinity or do you just keep the toys? Um, both. Like, I play all of the single-player modes, but then when they, when they go on sale, I'll usually buy all the figures eventually. Is that game fun? Is that, is that fun? It depends on the, it depends on the story mode. Like each, for example, with the, uh, with the Marvel one, it came with the Avengers set, which was really big and expansive. And it had, it was like a whole open world city that you could fly around with or drive around with, or walk around with, depending on who you're playing with. But then like the guardians of the galaxy one and the Spider-Man one were still fun, but they were shorter. And where Guardians of the Galaxy was more like an action game, whereas Spider-Man and Avengers were like an open-world, like sandbox game. So is it is it is it like Minecraft at all, where you can just like build shit, or is that not really the case? Yeah, like the I game thought it was like you made your own parts. stories and stuff. Yeah, yeah, like the game split into two segments. Like I, there is like a Minecraft, like build your own game section, and that in the second one at least that's primarily where the Disney characters come into where you can play as any Disney character you want in those worlds that you either download from other people or create yourselves and then out like aside from that they have single player modes that you can that you could run through that are themed to like a certain set of characters so like the Guardians of the Galaxy characters well all the Marvel characters could also play in the created levels but like as far as a single player content like the Guardians of the Galaxy characters could only play in the Guardians of the Galaxy level, for for example, or the Avengers could play the Avengers level. And then they had special characters that could cross over to multiple worlds, but um, those are only those are more few and far between. Hmm. Okay, so it's kind of restrictive depending on what actual figs you got figures. Right, and then oh, that's one more thing I almost forgot. The rumor, according to the box art. On the new figures, it's implied that the part three's figures won't work on part two or one, which kind of sucks. What? Why would they? Why would? What's the logic behind that? There is no logic behind that, which is why <laughs> people are pissed off. But hopefully, so it did ends the up Marvel? Being did, the, did the Marvel figures work in the first Disney Infinity then? Uh, no, but the Disney Infinity one figures worked in part two. And oh, I think so you're saying impl- part one and two figures might not work with part three? Right, like part oh, three I'm might sorry, be I misheard thing. Would you would you have to buy like a new pad to scan them in on and like new software? Well, with part two, it came with a new pad, but the pad was the same as the first one. Um, but outside of the toys themselves, the leak didn't really go into detail as far as that, so we don't know yet. You know, you know what we we haven't talked about in a few weeks. Um, complete tangent is the little Sax underwear. <laughs> the little the unofficial IR... official underwear of the show. <laughs> The IR adapter for the uh, 3DS for Amiibo support, like you well, mean it's not out yet. It's coming it, for the for the for the old Amiibo or for yeah. the old 3DS. Yeah, it's yeah. supposed to come out in the summer. Yeah, the little pedestal. That thing was neat. Um, <laughs> Super okay, Josh. Neat. Sorry. <laughs> Super neat. Speaking of neat, no, I, I never. Yeah, mind. No, I got nothing. That's pretty much. I milked that story for all I could. So you milked it. It was about half an hour's uh, worth of content. Speaking yeah, of milking, uh, The Elder Scrolls Online hits consoles tomorrow. 
at least in its beta form. Uh, the actual the actual game is not going to launch until the summer, but uh, for those who have signed up for the beta, uh, you your uh, they've begun to send out invites, and the limited beta beta test begins tomorrow. You just went full Canadian there for a second. <laughs> Did I? Beta. beta, beta, beta. That's beta. That's what it's called. A. Eh? Uh, anyways, this this game is freaking huge. So to download the beta, it's uh, what is the size? Sorry, the beta is <laughs> fifty gigabytes. Damn. Sorry, no. The full game, the game itself ex- exceeds the fifty gigabyte size of a Blu-ray disc. So when you buy the game on Blu-ray, you have to download another fifteen gigabyte patch to even be able to play. Um, so I'm imagining the beta is probably around the same size if it's the full game, but that's a, in it, I mean, if you buy that, if you buy that digitally, that is a lot of, or I mean, cause for instance, I bought the game for cheap, like on PC so that I would have the option to, um, you can do like a, a transfer thing that gives you the console version for like $20 or something when it launches. So anyone that does that or anyone that buys the digital version of the game, you're looking at like a 70 gigabyte download probably. Really? Which is a lot for, you know, I know a lot of places where, you know, in your country uh, and your freedom land have uh, very strict data caps, uh, you know, so the opposite of free, what I would say. Uh, I'm looking I'm looking at my Elder Scrolls Online beta folder from when I played it in September of 2013 and it was 30 it's 30 gigabytes. Mm-hmm. So that was just like beta back then. So anecdote insert more anecdote Derek. That's that's it. Uh, <laughs> did, did you guys did you guys play Elder Scrolls Online? I feel like I put like 3 hours into it and I was like, well, this is boring as shit and then I stopped. <laughs> You fucking like like hit the nail on the head. It was it's boring as shit. And I don't know I've talked about my biggest problem with it is that there's no incentive to play. No, well yeah, but like <laughs> but like quest in a group and it like is no the, chips challenge. It is no chips challenge. Yes, that is fucking correct. People, people have been asking for chips challenge for two for twenty years. I think since Elder Scrolls Online came out, people have just been asking for it to go away. <laughs> <laughs> Who even wants this console version? I I did I did get an email from uh, Zenimax um, with a, it's a twenty five percent off coupon for the PC and Mac version, and they must have something fucked up because they said, "Hey, thank you for participating in our welcome back weekend. We hope you enjoyed your time in Tamarel." Nope, that wasn't me. Uh, we want to remind you that your coupon code for twenty five percent off will expire Wednesday, May twentieth. Don't delay. I'm like, right. was that that couldn't have been this year because it's free now. Uh no, that just came out on the twenty first. Uh, this email is yesterday. What are you getting twenty five percent off of? You pr- like, you probably get like all the bonus there's like shit. A pr- yeah, there's like a premium package that has like bonus stuff. Then why'd you ask me what you're getting? You have to do the well. <laughs> I mean, it just it just sounded like it was like you can continue playing for twenty five percent off, but instead you can continue playing for a hundred percent off. But you knew the answer. <laughs> why did you ask the question if you knew the answer? Shh. Maybe it's rhetorical. <laughs> Shh. I want. Okay, I knew the answer. Um, I wanted to know if you knew the answer. Okay, I, I like. I like your like your way of uh, tough love learning. Um. Yeah. All right. Well, that's pretty much uh, it for me. Is there anything that like Juan or Josh want to get to before we head head into the next segment? Are you guys excited for Splatoon? 
because I'm, there's I'm a Splatoon super bundle excited for Splatoon. I'm really excited for Splatoon as well. I know I'm Jonathan's really excited. excited for Splatoon. I'm really excited for the game, uh, but I'm not he... excited for the bundle because I have it already. I have a Wii U already. I, yeah, I, would, are, I was box. expecting even the the console itself to have some kind of skin on it or a different paint job, especially with Splatoon. You could have like all the splatter paint all over it. Yeah, that's cool. That would be a cool idea. I mean, they've they haven't done that with any of the other bundles, have they? Like, Mm-mm. oh, the Zelda mm-hmm. one had the, stuff just on the Zelda it. one, yeah. Just but the Zelda just one. The, I the, the console itself. The gamepad had like a little bit of decorative trim around yeah, the screen, yeah. but it wasn't anything drastically different. I mean, if they they could have done where the the gamepad had a whole completely new color, other than black. You know something else, but it just had the gold trim. Yeah. It was nothing to write home about. But yeah, Splatoon just seems like okay. Well, it's here's the a Wii U bundle you could already get, but just uh, with the game for like pretty much the same price, you get the Wii U. So you're gonna kind of yeah. getting the game for free. Well, and oh it comes my, with, it I, comes I with just, Nintendo Land and Splatoon for that price too. So, so do you know why they include Nintendo Land or like? Um, um, games like Mario Kart or like 3D World in most of their consoles, like it's hard to find a console without that stuff. Mm. You want to? You guys want to know why? Please. This is this is some inside information. Because they want Are you going to say because system? it increases sales of that specific game. No, because uh, they have on disc updates, so you don't have to download them. Oh, oh. <laughs> uh, but oh. The, the it's a but they're typically download codes like the Splatoon bundle. It's a Splatoon uh, code. But it, it comes with Nintendo Land on disc. No, Nintendo Land's already installed on the console. Oh, well, when I got mine... So basically you just... won't be able to save your game? <laughs> That's true. Uh, because I just, it'll I just, be full? I just, I just got no- that. I just <laughs> noticed the fucking um, tagline for Splatoon. It's called a 4 and 4 Splatfest. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, it says that right is, on the box, actually. Which is, why, which is why when we were all asking if we were excited about it, I was going to ask you specifically if you were excited about it, Shane. I'm ready for this. Tonight four at four Cinemax at 1 a.m., it's a 4 and 4 Splatfest. With <laughs> the Geekscape games. <laughs> Dicks, uh, but yeah, uh, after, at 1 a.m. were Dickscape games. Yep, and we have the perfect game <laughs> <Yep>. to expect. <laughs> 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 that nonchalant yep <laughs> <laughs> boom hour is like yep yeah. well see see that's that's 1 a.m every day here so like, so it, it's, it's nothing special it's nothing out of the ordinary now i just we, have a game to match what i do anyway <laughs> we need to we need to seriously sell like dickscape branded underwear produced I by wear sex. It. yeah produced by sex yeah they would never do that yeah they would Special edition. Shane, um, when is your birthday? A little Comic-Con off-topic. Exclusive. Yeah, dude, that's right. Comic-Con exclusive. Like, let's do, we're, we're calling it now. The Geekscape booth, thirty-nine nineteen. It's been the same for like five years. We're going to have Dickscape underwear. CCI, uh, CCI exclusive. We will Get sell zero it. of those. Yeah, fuck <laughs> exclusive Facts Amiibos. Underwear. Exclusive Geekscape underwear. <laughs> Shane hey. could sell like exclusive... Uh, you know, like art- artistically modified amiibos. What's all this crusty you know what stuff I, on you know, it? Yeah, you know what I'm getting at. <laughs> you know what I'm squirting at. <laughs> Moving on, uh, I'm really excited for tomorrow. Well, not tomorrow because I won't be able to play it tomorrow because I'll be at work. But uh, Mario Kart DLC and the 200 TC mode hit tomorrow. So hype for that! So hype. Yeah. I can't yeah, believe it's I'm, already uh, here. It seems like it was going to be a lifetime before we got that stuff. Right? Yeah. Like, I remember I paid for the bundle. 
It, it was, was like, originally scheduled for May, yeah, but at the last Nintendo Direct, they pulled it forward. And, well, that's when they announced the 200cc mode, too. But I'm just, uh, hold it, I don't know, that game's just got great post-launch support. And I'm, uh, I'm, you know, it's now a year later and we're still talking about it because they're still doing great stuff with it. And I'm really excited to jump back into it. Hold yeah. it forward? And hold it forward? What, what? Push it forward. You no, you push things f- back. You pull them forward. Pull it forward. Towards you. And let's actually... No one's really talking about how much we should really appreciate the fact that something got pulled forward in the days of in the days in the of days everything of like yeah, in the days of everything getting pushed back and Shane finding it really funny that we're saying pulled forward or whatever it is we're just gonna pull it forward and just tug it out you know a month or yeah we're gonna pull it forward no more, and tug it out no more jerking around we're just gonna pull it forward. We're gonna give you a big old splat fest. <laughs> can that be? Can that be the episode title instead? <laughs> big old splat fest. Big old splat fest. I bet it'll. I bet it'll increase our downloads. <laughs> right, wait a minute. They're talking about video games. This is false advertising. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! The last half hour of the show is just gonna be Shane laughing. <laughs> Um, all right, um, so what have you guys been playing this last week besides, you know, prepping up for the Splatfest? Uh, we play games? <laughs> Apparently you haven't. What have you, uh, Omega Quintet, Mortal Kombat, is that true? Yep, and I added a couple that I forgot I played. Um, but yeah, uh, picked up Mortal Kombat X last week at the midnight quote-unquote midnight launch even though they sold it at 10 o'clock um i don't know i don't know how i feel about it yet um it's like i finished the story and i kind of like how how what's what's this what's the story this time around because it wasn't it like have to do with time travel or some shit yeah they pulled like a jj abrams uh star trek on us where they went back in time and retconned everything that happened this one was weird because spoilers in case you haven't played Mortal Kombat 9 not that you should care at this point it's been so long but um, they pretty much killed everybody except Sonya and Johnny Cage in the last one so they had to come up with a bunch of weird bulk story bullcrap as to why everyone was able to come back but isn't Johnny <laughs> Cage like been dead like three times yeah which is funny because you remember a few weeks ago how I was talking about how they made Luke Kang kind of like the bad guy and Raiden accidentally killed him even though yeah. he was always the main character yeah. Like now to compensate for that, even though Johnny Cage died, like you said, like three times in the old storyline, now all of a sudden he's essentially the main character and he has like this hidden latent power with inside inside of him that makes him strong enough to be able to kill gods or some crap <laughs> and that he's had in his bloodline for generations but is only able to awaken when he's is, trying to protect something important or some is crap. Is he is he related to Beerus? Um who? Beerus or Burris? Oh, are you talking about Dragon Ball? Yeah. Oh, eh, well, I don't know. Maybe we'll find that out in the next Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat. On oh, the next episode of Mortal Kombat X. episode of Mortal Kombat X. More <laughs> Splatfest. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like the story mode was. Like, it's interesting how it's still pretty much leading up to the same events of the previous timeline but just in different ways so that's kind of cool 
and like I said, they pretty much retcon Johnny Cage into being like, or his family at least being like the new main characters because it it ends up time skipping, and like half the characters on the roster are either children or um or like apprentices of old characters. So it's like most of the story is headed is by. There, is, is there any characters that weren't included that you were disappointed that they weren't? Well, that's one of the, th- and I know you guys were talking about it last week, but that's one of the things that's disappointing is that there's a lot of DLC characters in the game. Like Baraka's not in it, mm. but here's the thing: Baraka hasn't been announced as a DLC character yet. But Baraka, you'd get to fight against Baraka in the story mode. Oh, so he's that's bullshit, right there. Yeah, like I think, um, like three, like Baraka, Tanya, and Rain, and Tanya and Rain have already been announced as DLC. You fight against them both in the story mode. Do you do you remember when being able to play as those characters was like a really like like hard cheat code you would have to enter or like some like ridiculous feat? But now you just got to pay like two bucks to get them. Yeah, that used to be really cool too. It would be these really hard to input codes where you'd have to pretty much memorize how to get to each icon because you had to enter it during the uh, character like versus screen. Yeah. Or either that, or you'd have to do like some impossible shit, like beat the first three stages with flawless victories on both rounds, and kill like the the second person with a fatality. You have to be but, like looking at the TV through a mirror. Yeah, pretty much. But yeah, like so far, I I want to. I'm planning on reviewing it. I just need to play it a little more online and uh, explore some of the other modes. But it feels like it feels like Mortal Kombat Nine was like its own thing. And wasn't in- that just called Mortal Kombat? Correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, but I mean, everyone calls it Nine just to kind of take away from confusion, so people don't think they're talking about a Mortal <laughs> the Kombat very first one, one kind of like the Xbox One and the Xbox One. Yes. But- <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. But, but yeah, I just need to try out those modes. But it honestly, like, I guess the short version of it is Mortal Kombat Nine felt like a new thing. And then Injustice felt like Mortal Kombat 10, and then this feels like Injustice 2, essentially. So it's not a good game, then? Like, I don't know, the combo ability... Like, the ability to link moves together seems a lot harder to do or a lot more limited compared to Injustice, and then Injustice felt more limited compared to Mortal Kombat 9. So it's kind of weird. It feels like it's going backwards a little bit, but... So it's recursive? Yeah, but I haven't really played... Like, I haven't really tried anything really in-depth yet to be able to say that for sure but um but yeah aside from that do you have, do you have a do you have a fight stick for the uh ps4 no i don't i'm planning on getting the ps3 ps4 like cross compatible one but i just haven't had the chance to do it yet mm. spend all that money on infinity and amiibos and skylanders oh, but, oh my god josh how do you do dude, that i can't like no I'm, I'm not crazy now though i'm not getting into lego dimensions <laughs> <laughs> that's so i'm not gonna line. get into I'm not going to get into four collectible games. Come on, that's, that's crazy. <laughs> That'd be suicide. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, outside of that, um, I played a little bit of Omega Quintet, which is pretty much the next waifu RPG that I have to get through, which it's it's on PS4. I think it might be the first RPG for PS4, or Japanese RPG at least. <laughs> um, it might be the first game for PS4. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, that I haven't played it for too long either. It's pretty reminiscent of the gameplay mechanics in Hyperdimension Neptunia, which it seems like 
this developer, like all their RPGs play like Hyperdimension Neptunia to a degree. So do you think do you think it's just like skin like they just skin shit over, kinda like how like Battlefield and Battlefield Hardline are ostensibly just skins of each other? Well, kind of, because with this one... God, this game looks cute as fuck! Yeah, because, like, you pretty much play... It's kind of like Power Rangers or Sailor Moon-ish, but, like, the girls transform into idols, so they sing as well as kill monsters. Oh, my God. But, yeah, like, the battle system on this one is unique, where it's, like, it's straight-up, like, old-school turn-based, but depending on where the enemy's standing, um, the damage fluctuates... And it's also kind of tied to like a music theme because the the grid that they're standing on is kind of like a music chart, and mm-hmm. like each attack will hit each section of the chart in a different way. So I mean that that makes it more interesting. But like the world map and everything, and I love the Neptunia games of death, but you could only play them so many times. And then when you consider that they've released two Neptunia games in less than a year, and then they released Fairy Fencer F. Um, around Christmas last year and that played literally exactly like Hyperdimension it's like I don't know it's even though it's fun it's like kind of getting a little old I guess but I need to play some more I've only put in a couple hours into it and it's an RPG so I need to put in at least like 30 more to get a good idea now you, now you have here uh, that you played Jump Superstars um, how, how on earth did you get your hands on that? <clears throat> oh I've had it for years I was actually just testing whether or not important DS games would work on a 3DS, and then I ended up playing it for another three hours after that. So, tell us about it. But just talking about... And it's funny, because we were just talking about crossovers, but... Yeah, there's just... um, For those who haven't heard of it, it's like a Super Smash Bros. fighting game, kind of, with a bunch of different Shonen Jump characters. I remember remember having an R4, like, flash cart for the... um, like the the original DS, the brick DS, and we had a bunch of pirated games, and this is one of them we pirated me and my friends to play, and I it was all in Moon Speak, so I didn't know what was going on. Yeah, the only way I was able to unlock everything is there was this uh, there was a glitch where if you messed with the menus, like because to unlock characters you had to match the comic book panel with the character who was speaking in that panel, but since <laughs> we're you know since we're in Freedom Country, we don't speak Japanese, we don't read Japanese. But there was a glitch where if you manipulated the menus enough, it would uh, tell you, or it would only give you the option of the series that the character was from. So then it just got went down to just inserting every character from the series until you got it. Is uh is Hikuro no Go in there? Yep. Nice. I I, I that that book got me into playing Go. We started a Go club at my high school. <laughs> How long did that last? Uh, a couple of years. Okay, cool. Till I graduated, I think nice. it was still going on. Oh yeah, that's pretty cool. Like I got into Go enough to watch someone play it, and then I gave up. It's really fun. It's really fun. Um, but, but yeah, yeah uh, but there's so, definitely. So, oh no, sorry. I was just gonna oh, say oh. there's definitely an appeal in f- using Yugi to um, fight Goku with his trading cards. I think that was why I bought it. <laughs> what have you been playing, Juan? Um, well, outside of Destiny, I've been playing a lot of Project M. Only because, uh, really, yeah, um, my students, you know, I've, I mentioned that I have a Smash Brothers club at my high school, and we're about forty kids deep now. And <laughs> out of context, that sounds—we <laughs> have a Smash club, and I'm about forty kids <laughs> oh, <God>. deep. <laughs> Talk about and, a four-player Splatfest. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. That's it. I'm done. 
Can't do it. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. And um they uh what I'm t- we're trying to do is do a huge um tournament with the rest of the other high schools in our district because there are other high schools uh, here in uh, Orange County, Southern California that uh, have a very um, organized uh, Smash Brothers clubs. So they want to challenge each school t- uh, in, Jul- in July to do their own kind of Evo tournament during the summer. So That's cool. I guess some of the teachers want to play too. So um, I got to brush up on my skills. So I already have my, my, uh, my Princess Peach skills down packed. I'm just trying to transfer them over to Ganondorf and trying to pick up a third player. So with these fighting games, you gotta. I had to dedicate a little bit more time than I'm used to to these fighting games. So I had to kind of sacrifice playing some of the other stuff that it's on my uh, wait list. No, definitely. Like Smash Brothers is always a blast. Like I could, I pretty much play that up until the next one comes out. So yeah, which is why I've been all over the Mewtwo DLC since it came out. He's just so much more fun to play now wait, than he was wait, in the I think is that out? Yeah, it came out is last that out? week. For, yeah. Oh, for <gasps> no, well, you get- well. It, did you register both the Wii U and the 3DS version? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, it, uh, that was a nightmare because I forgot to do it until the day of. Okay. And like, so yeah, did it, every came other... out, it came out via email, didn't it? Yeah. It, there was there's something in your Google Mail that has your two codes, one for your Wii U and one for your 3DS. So you can download them right now. Okay. All right. Well, let's 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 be clear. Uh, it's Hotmail, uh, not Google Mail. Oh, oh, Hotmail. Um, Hotmail. My apologies hotmail to the good people at Microsoft. He needs the hotmail to. He needs. He needs the hotmail to go with his Zune. <laughs> I hate you. I love my Zune. It's amazing. Yep. You're like the only one who still has one. <laughs> you're. You're the only no, one. They're... You're actually the only person I've ever met that had one. I've, like, had I've had never met another. I've never met another person in my entire life who had a Zune. I like, love. I've, I've seen people it. with Zunes, but I've never seen. I've actually never known a person with a Zune until the I prophecy met Shane. foretells of one that owns a Zune. It spoke he would live <laughs> in the white-capped mountains of the north. Has it been Shane all, all this time? The elders must hear of this. Ring the bell of the ancients. <laughs> I love my Zune. It's right here. Oh wait, where is it? Uh oh. Anyway, ah, mutual DLC club from Nintendo information. It's back here. Wait, it's safe. I'm gonna send that to my inbox. Um, my Hotmail. Oh God, where did it go? Does that mean we get oh. to play Mewtwo versus Mewtwo? Oh, it's gonna be great. It's gonna be hot Mewtwo on Mewtwo action. Two Mewtwo's. That's all right. Yeah, that was in my spam. That was gonna go away. Thank you for reminding me. That was a nightmare. Nightmare. Cause yeah. Oh, because I know you, that... you chose to do it on the day everyone else chose to do it, so it took forever. Yeah. And that website was like all the hamsters were fucking like tired. It was like it was impossible to to get through to it. Um, huh? Uh, Derek, what have you been playing? Uh, I've actually been really sick this past week. So I, aside from uh, I've been playing this a bit of this game called Boss Monster on my iPad. Um, oh yeah, you told you talked about that. Did I talk ago. about that one before? Okay, yep. yeah, I've just been playing more of that. It's really fun. I'm actually probably going to pick up. Um, it's really fun and it's, it's really easy to play like two players, uh, on the iPad, but it's, it's up to four players and I feel like it might, it would be a fun group game. So I'm probably actually going to pick up the paper version as well. Um, the old Splatfest. Yeah. You know, I just really want to get a four player Splatfest going with that game. So, uh, yeah, I'm probably going to pick up a paper one, but I've like, I've been, I was like 
bedridden for like three days and you know like like when you got like the flu or whatever and you're like oh it's the perfect time to play video games but you freaking can't because you can't even think so i just kind of didn't play anything we we need to start a geekscape games drinking game where whenever you say the word like um the listeners take a drink do i say like a lot you you, he said it about 10 times did anybody else notice that or is that just me i've noticed it i don't notice it but i live in la where everyone talks like that anyway (laughs) I'm just pretending I'm from LA. Maybe that's maybe that's what I'm doing. Have I just miss Comic Con that much. <laughs> I think you you've asked me that before. Mil- I think milk in a bag is the weirdest fucking thing. It's so weird. M- like you cut milk the in corner a bag? of the bag open. You you cut the corner of the bag open. Your milk is just open now. Like you can't reseal that. You know, like you just got to drink it all in it. <laughs> but they're in like the bags are like one liter each. That's a lot of milk. <laughs> one liter. That's a one-player spot fest ready to go. But, uh, yeah, the, um, no, milk in a bag <laughs> is a terrible idea. Why did you ask that? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> All right, so uh, I've been playing. I feel like uh, we've talked about um, everything this episode except for video games. <laughs> well, I think I think we need to just change, like, the the format of our podcast. We should to, just, you know, it should get... just be, like, four-player splat fest, and we just talk about whatever, because that's yeah. clearly what we do. Yeah. Um, I've been in the new games I've been playing this last week. My, um, I was hanging out with my girlfriend and, um, uh, she was doing homework and I was on my 3DS, like playing Monster Hunter and she's like, oh, this is last weekend during the, the street pass event. Um, and that's why I called you, Josh, trying to figure out how to street pass at a Best Buy. Um, it's just like street passing everywhere else. Just walk around. Um, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I was like, oh, we gotta go to Best Buy. So I got a street pass and get some of this shit. And she's like, hmm, I think I might get one of those got any game suggestions and i was like well animal crossing and then i remembered um she plays wow but she doesn't play wow when she's in school because of you know productivity reasons because of addiction Um, yeah and um i remember somebody uh gave a review for fantasy life saying um it's it's like world of warcraft but if you're just doing all of your skills and uh, and so I was like, well, there's this game where someone reviewed it and said, you know, it's like World of Warcraft if you're just trying to, like, grind all your skills. And her eyes lit up, and she's like, that's my favorite part. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, and so we went to Best Buy. She got a new 3DS. Um, she got Fancy Life. She got a charger. Um, just fucking Nintendo. And we went back <laughs> to her place, and she played it for, like, until, like, 2, 3 in the morning. Holy she started a crap. wizard. And she just she she's a wizard and she is loving it. And See, there you go. Finally, I, someone else could someone in Alaska could appreciate that game. Well, like I, I got a, a couple of friends that play it. Um, I, we we just we're not like like MMO grinders. I mean, that's the best way to describe it. I mean, it's like it's like grinding in all the the skills in an MMO. And I I still feel like I'm not like grasping it. I fired it up and uh, I was just you know continuing the the story on and i i felt like i was missing something but i can't let her get better than me um and then uh yeah so and, and then i got really like jealous and i'm like oh i'm gonna have to get one of those and she's helping me budget because i'm terrible with money and she she scowled at me and said mean things about uh about me and i have 3ds envy i need a new one i want a new 3ds um well, so if you ever need a I've third player to jump on with <laughs> oh yeah, definitely that's three. That's three quarters of the way to a four-player splat fest. <laughs> um, so um, I've got something. So, so I was 
you remember, like, I can't remember if it was last week or the week before, but I was talking about the Animal Crossing Amiibo cards and stuff like that, right? So mm-hmm. I'm trying to sell Michaela on the idea of Animal Crossing because she's she likes games. She um, she hasn't played a lot of video games, so she has kind of a hard time with things like first person stuff, uh, like you know, just getting down with the controls and everything like that. But um, you know, she plays like she plays some games on her iPad, like fashion designer games and stuff like that. But I was like, I wonder if she'd like Animal Crossing. You know, because who doesn't love Animal Crossing? I've I've never actually really played Animal Crossing, but it's, how would it's, you? It's, she she listens oh, to this oh, show, so I would like, and I even like showed her a trailer, and she's just kind of like, eh, I don't really see the point. Sell it to her. So so he, so here's here's how how I look at it, um, Michaela. Um, uh, a few years ago, uh, when I was with my previous girlfriend, uh, I went out and bought uh, 3DSs, and I got her Animal Crossing, and I got myself Animal Crossing, and I got Monster Hunter. And she put so many hours into Animal Crossing, like hundreds of hours. That was that was her jam. That was the only thing she like. She had a bunch of other games, never touched them. Plays Animal Crossing like crazy. It is it is the perfect kind of game for. I don't want to sound like sexist or, or anything, but like for a girl, um, because there's just so much uh, customization. Um, you can, there's just, you can, you can really like tend to the village like it's your own garden and you can just like mold it the way you want it. You can change your outfit. You know, you can do all this creative stuff that um, uh, I, I feel just comes more natural to girl gamers or at least casual girl gamers if she's playing a game on an iPad that's like design quest or whatever it was called um, <laughs> um she would love animal crossing uh, it's animal crossing new leaf or new town new leaf new leaf get it trust that, me that You'll that was it. that was very very offensive no wonder you have a reputation of hating women god damn it <laughs> <laughs> No. So um, so it's all about the, yeah. Josh, go ahead. What do you? What were you gonna add? Um, I was just gonna say seriously, like its appeal to me is that it's a really easy game to just pick up and play. There's so much content that you could get hooked on it for hours at a time, or you could pick it up and play it for ten minutes and feel completely fulfilled with it. So it's there's just a, there's a there's a sex joke in there somewhere. Feeling fulfilled. <laughs> yeah, there's a sex joke everywhere. Like <laughs> if, player. If, if this ep- yeah, four players <laughs> If this episode's proven anything, is that anything could be a sex joke, <laughs> especially when talking about Splatoon. <laughs> no, so I you guys to, say. To... So what you guys are saying is that she should play it. Yeah, I have to pair what he said that you can, um, you can pick it up. You know, go pick your fruit and close it, and then you know, go plant flowers or you know, do the villager. And that um, stuff is fun to do. It is. It is. It is addicting. And it's, what's it's magical? What, would you say it's magical? It is. It is magically addicting. Magical. What's great though? What's great though is that it. Um, the game changes uh, depending on the 3ds clock. So it really paces stuff out. It's like okay, you get this big thing done. Like you raise a bunch of money to to build something that your villagers want, but you got to wait until the next day for it to actually appear. So I feel like its pacing can be frustrating for. It's frustrating for me because I like you know shooters and action games. Um, instant gratification. And, yeah, in, instant gratification. Um, you know, four player spot fest. Um, four times the gratification. Um, twice the mess. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh, God. Uh, but yeah, she. It was magical. I, I have to say, she should pick it up. 
All right. But anecdote story aside, I've been playing two games. Uh, Pokemon Shuffle is love that Pokemon Shuffle. So fun, so fun. Um, I feel like the suggested moves are a little um, uh, misleading because I always think like they're the best ones, but then like I sit back and look at the panel, I'm like, oh, those are actually the worst moves to make. Uh, and I wish I could turn that off. I wish I could turn those like you guys know what I'm talking about, but, right? The suggested moves. Yeah, I used to play that uh, Frozen Freefall for quite some time. So I say that with pride. <laughs> and uh, they would, uh, you know, if you were stuck after a while, just like highlight a, a gem that you can move to make a connection. But I would notice that, yeah, like you said, it's the worst one that's there. And there's always a better one. They're not going to tell you, oh, look, you can connect five of the same Pokemon or Jewel here. And so I always use that as a warning. Okay, like that's what I should stay away from. I should look elsewhere. But yeah, I've been playing that fucking game too. And I love it. Yeah, and I- I've been, I've been... F- I've been playing three um, incremental games right now. Four incremental games. Uh, I've been playing the My Little Pony uh, iOS game or the Android game. Uh, Final Fantasy Record Keeper. Playing an incremental game called Clicker Heroes on um, the my web browser at work, which is kind of like Cookie Clicker. Love that Cookie um, Clicker. Yeah, but uh, Clicker Heroes is kind of like an RPG too, where you level up characters. Um, so yeah, check out Clicker Heroes. And then I've been playing Pokemon Shuffle. Like my nighttime routine is uh, have my one-player Splatfest, um, uh, <laughs> take a shower, go to, and hop into bed. I play my My Little Pony, I play my Record Keeper, I play my Pokemon Shuffle, um, and then I have round two of my one-player Splatfest. Um, it's, it's, uh, it's addicting. But the game that I've put the most time into the last week uh, has to be Full Spectrum Warrior. Um, at the end of last week's episode, um, I don't know how we got into it, but you know we started talking about, like, oh, remember that game on the original Xbox where you controlled these squads and then Derek's like it's called Full Spectrum Warrior and I was like okay neat well afterwards I um, went on to that was a good uh, story. Steam it's not done yet <laughs> it's not done yet um, I got a, I went on to Steam and I'm like oh wow both Full Spectrum Warrior games are like 350 on Steam like fuck yeah I'll get it so I add it to the cart I hit the checkout button and it's like uh, you can't buy this and I'm like what the fuck it's like you can't buy this and it's like click this button to find out why you can't buy it it's like you can't buy this because you already own it and so I was like, what the fuck? So I go to my library. I already own both Full Spectrum Warrior games. Oh, my God. And, and it was I, really funny because you, like, this was a f- half an hour or so after we finished the podcast. And uh, Shane, uh, he doesn't, like, phone me very often unless it's, like, something, like, urgent. Which is, you know, he could phone me more. You know, he doesn't only need to phone me when he needs something. Uh, hint, but... Uh, <laughs> You know, he's just like the last. Like, the last. Dude, the I last just had time, to tell. Go. The last time I phoned you was I was having a, a family emergency and I was crying, and it was the episode I couldn't record the podcast. That was the last time I called you. So, so his his track record was uh, with me calling him was emergency. I think there was another emergency one other time too. But all I'm saying is, yeah, you know, call me more. Ask me how I'm doing. It's not always okay. about you, Shane. But uh, yeah, okay. in any case, uh, it was just I was just like like hey man what's up and he's like dude i have to tell you this story right now and he's like i went to buy full spectrum warrior on steam and it wouldn't let me and i was like why not and it was like you already own it and that was his whole story and then he was like okay bye (laughs) (laughs) and it was pretty hilarious you had to be there i guess (laughs) everyone's there because i just told him the story right now um but um i've been playing it on our new geekscape tv twitch account The, the game didn't age well it really didn't age well. 
Um, it came out in 2004, and there's a lot of, like, post-9-11, like, let's kill the brown people in the desert angst. So, Oh, not um, that again. <laughs> so, like, just the, like, the, the static or the, the idle dialogue between the squad mates is really like, oh, I can't wait to get me, you know, one of these Tajikistan motherfuckers. And it's like, okay, well, n- now things are a little bit less, you know, things are a little bit more ambiguous, you know, with... Um, I, I wish it had, I wish it had tacked like this war of mine did where it didn't, it wasn't so stereotypical. Um, the pathfinding is awful. I've had squad mates get stuck behind dumpsters and then just get blown up. Um, and like the hit detection with grenades is, is garbage, but it's, it's fun. I think I'm going to play through at least the first one on Twitch. You can find us on Twitch at Geekscape TV. Um, I'm doing the, my gaming segments are going to be called horseplay because you know, Brony, My Little Pony, and uh, Juan. What did you come up with yours? I'm sorry, say that again. What? Which? Which? What was? Uh, what are you going to call your um, uh, gaming segments on our Twitch channel? Oh, Player Juan. Yeah, I like that. I really like that. That's good. And Josh, you're going to be the four-player Splatfest, right? All the time. <laughs> All right. Last week we asked you guys, uh, what is the longest you've gone through a video game without knowing a basic feature or ability? Uh, we had some pretty interesting responses. I got, and there was a conversation that we had on Derek's Facebook um, with his friend Michael B. He said, "I played through Metal Gear Solid without knowing that you could move while aiming a gun. I didn't learn it until I played MGS VR missions." And um, we we both responded in all caps with, "You can move while aiming." And I promptly said, "I I don't believe you, Michael. Like you're lying." And then he told us that you can. Um, uh, I think you hold down the X, uh, hold down X while holding square, and you release square to fire while you continue to hold X. And Josh, your response was poignant as fuck. Uh, it said, that sounds more trouble than it's worth. Um, our glorious leader, Jonathan London, said he got to the very end of Zelda Link Between Worlds before discovering how to get the Pegasus boots. They would have saved me a lot of time if I'd gotten them uh, as soon as I got into low rule. Uh, and Josh still hasn't figured that out. You haven't, have you? Um, like one of my friends told me like long after I finished the game already. So that was like, it was already a moot point, but regardless, it must not have been a vital feature if I could finish the whole thing without it. Yeah. Um, and then we got um, Curtis H said, had Skyrim for a year before I realized that you could sprint. Uh, and then a character name, a character, a person named Vermin C said, uh, same here, Curtis. I know the feels. Uh, Kristen B said, I finished Dead Rising 3 and got the cool suit. Only later figured out that you could sprint. I always wonder why uh, people, when people jumped in co-op, uh, I could never keep up with them. Uh, Lyle A said, about a week, uh, I went from second to eighth level in City of Heroes using my first two starting powers before I realized the flashing green up arrow meant I could level up and get new powers to fight with. Aaron K said, Oblivion was two weeks before I could figure out how to fast travel. Michael M said, I beat Fallout 3 not knowing about fast travel. Um, Rick L, a uh, buddy of mine, said I was 160 hours in a Monster Hunter before I realized I could Superman dodge, uh, Superman jump to dodge things. Whenever I accidentally did it, I thought I had tripped on something. <laughs> uh, which, which, that's a lot of time in the Monster Hunter. Like, not knowing that, it's like I'm, I'm, ash- I'm, I'm ashamed, ashamed of you, Rick. Um, Austin S said material leveling in Final Fantasy VII. Um, then Mike B said, I got up to second level prestige in advanced warfare before finding out I could exo dodge backwards, which is like the, they have like, uh, exoskeleton suits that let you like sprint and dash. Um, so that's pretty, uh, that's pretty like, 
Second prestige is a lot of work. Um, KCR said I got to level 100 in WoW without knowing about dungeons or raids. Did questing only. Um, and then this is the best one. Mike B then responded again. Uh, I've played Counter-Strike for 14, year, 14 years without knowing insulting other players' mothers. Actually increased headshot percentage by 79%. <laughs> so <laughs> That's what I've been doing wrong all this time. Chat. Exactly, exactly. Um, thanks for your responses, everybody. Um, our question for you this week is, what is your biggest gaming regret? Your biggest gaming regrets. And I'll leave the floor open. Well, mine's easy. My biggest gaming regret is letting a very loose acquaintance borrow my copy of Earthbound a week before we were going to different schools. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. So we all know where that went. Wow. That and letting one of my closer friends borrow Mario RPG only to find out a few months later that he sold it for like five bucks. Oh, what I, the hell? I I had a I had a friend that um I saw that friend that uh was borrowing my, my PSP and I hadn't turned that fucker on for like a year and he's like, Yeah, I don't know, take your PSP and mod it. I'm like, Yeah, fuck, whatever. And um I months and almost a year later after that, I was like I was like, hey, Robert, uh, I got my PSP. I want to try this like SNES like, emulation. And he's like, oh, I sold that. <laughs> <laughs> what? And I was why like, do all you have, why do you, why do you, you guys all have friends that sell your shit? Oh, well, I don't know. I, mean, like, <laughs> pos- I feel like you can't was, call like, those people friends. Well, I mean, possession is nine tenths of the law. And I was like, ah, eh, fuck it. I don't know. I mean, I, I ain't even mad, but <laughs> yeah. Anyway, no, I was mad. Derek, that was Mario RPG. Regret? I think that my biggest gaming regret. <laughs> what? Did you did you did you loan Derek Mario RPG? <laughs> no, 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 no. I know that Derek's a good guy, so he wouldn't sell my game for like five bucks. Now ten bucks, maybe. <laughs> I have no idea what's going on right now. Yeah, he cut <laughs> out turn. a bunch. Your turn. Okay. <laughs> the rec- see, the recording is gonna sound great, but the Skype sounds rubbish. Uh, I'm gonna text him. Uh, just go ahead, Derek. Uh, so, <laughs> so my biggest gaming regret uh, is that I was so freaking excited for the PlayStation Vita. Um, <laughs> like I was working, I was working at like a computer shop at the time. And I was just like all over the Vita subreddit for like hours every day, just all over these message boards talking about the Vita and like this hardware looks so good. It's going to be so great. Like think about the power that's in your hands with the fucking PlayStation Vita. So I pre-ordered one um, on from online somewhere. Um, and then, oh, because I missed out on the, there was a very limited edition like launch bundle that you actually got 48 hours early so 48 hours before the official launch you'd get to did you get the one with the 3g card in it no no that one was not available in canada mm. but um, milk and bags is what's it what's that milk and bags is available in canada yeah you don't really see milk and bags that often anymore but it's fucking gross so let's not talk about that uh <laughs> the so i'm so excited for this vita that so i i had pre-ordered one online and then it was in the process of shipping. I go into my EB games one day and somebody had canceled their, this is the day that the launch edition buyers got their, their console two days early. And so they had, um, 
one of the people canceled their bundle. So I had this one bundle available that, and I didn't have like a ton of extra money at the time, nor do I ever, but at the time, especially, but, uh, I walk in and there's a V like a Vita sitting on the counter there and it's got like the price tag on it. I was like, did someone cancel their pre-order? And then they were like, yeah. And I was like, I'll take it. And, uh, so it was this stupid bundle that came with like, you know, of course the, the four gigabyte memory card and this little like pouch thing, uh, and a copy of little deviance, which is the worst piece of crap that, uh, I don't know that I've played in quite, I, I'm trying to uh, quality launch it to something, but it's just awful. Um, so, but then I had already been charged and my other Vita console had already been shipped as well. So I had to like, I, and I can't remember why, but I couldn't return it. So I think it was like some weird thing where I had used a gift card or something and you couldn't return stuff with gift cards. But, um, so I put it on Craigslist and then I ended up losing like 70 bucks on it, uh, like literally sealed. Uh, but I ended up losing 70 bucks on it and then the Vita sucked. So I on like at launch I had two Vitas and then I ended up losing a ton of money on them and then it wasn't any fun. And then I later again bought another Vita cuz it was white and I thought it looked really cool and I was like it's been a year and a half there's got to be games now but there wasn't. End of story. All right, uh sorry about that uh quick drop. So Derek the last thing that I heard was that you got a Vita and it was your biggest regret for reasons. And I heard all the reasons. Yeah. And, uh, you know, there, there's no games for that thing, man. Yeah, but now you really need to play gravity rush. I'm so sad that you saw oh, I played, like I played only... gravity rush. I played gravity rush. Gravity rush was a phenomenal experience. It was worth buying three PlayStation Vitas for. Well, you bought three. Yeah, I later, <laughs> after getting rid of the other two, I bought another one because... Why'd you get you got you rid missed, of it? You missed that part of the story. It's in no, the you recording. Lost, you, you lost the money on Craigslist, and then you got a second one? Yeah, because I had two right at launch. So I, I got rid of one on Craigslist. Later, I sold the other one because I was like, there's no games for this thing. And then, like, a year or so later, the the white one was out for the, like, Assassin's Creed Liberation game, which was awful. But... uh but I was like, you know, it's been this long. There's got to be games now, but there really wasn't. Aside from a few really good games, you know, there was a few really good games like Tearaway and Gravity Rush were really good. Um, those were the main. I, I played the sh- the hell out of Assassin's uh, Creed. That's what, that, that's what I wanted to talk about. There's a new I, Assassin's Creed game coming out um, that looks fucking badass. It takes place in um, the China one. Yeah, the China one, but it's like iPad only. Oh, is that for iPad? Yeah. Oh. Poor shit. Poor right. shit. Um, so Juan, what is your biggest gaming regret? Uh, buying any Madden game. <laughs> Serious, seriously, I bought, I bought I, NFL game. I day get caught up in the hype. My friends, oh, we'll play, we'll totally play, we'll be awesome. And then you buy the game. Guess what? Microtransactions and all, all these other. And there's always that one moment in Madden where you throw a pass, you have a wide open receiver, and they don't catch the ball. And, or you fumble it. Like I, I don't want. Can you get like? Can you get like the uh, human growth hormone DLC? Uh, that'd be freaking amazing. Uh, Have they come but... out with elevator DLC yet? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's terrible. That's terrible. Did you guys all hear what he said? I know. <laughs> uh, uh, I heard elevator DLC, and I immediately knew what he was talking about. Oh, I get it. I get it. <laughs> I get it too, you guys. I'm definitely not confused by that. Just Google Ray Rice elevator. 
It's oh, part of the okay. NFL it's experience. A- <laughs> <laughs> All right, our our Skype is degrading. Uh, do you got anything else to to w- round that up there, uh, Juan? No, I'm good. Okay, sorry to sorry to cut you off. Are you good? I mean, you got you got I'm your good. story. I'm good. You- I'm good. Okay. Okay. I don't want to like you know give you uh, you know story time blue balls, um, but uh, that's what we have the spot fest for, right? For yeah. player spot fest. <laughs> My biggest gaming regret is uh, way back in the day, uh, Wind Waker was on the GameCube, and I was really, really far, almost at the end, almost at the end, and I was uh, vacationing in San Diego uh, at my uh, aunt and uncle's house, and my uncle hopped on the GameCube that was there, my memory card was in the machine, he wanted to play Pikmin, Thought it was all the saves on there were from his son. Just started deleting stuff and deleted my Wind Waker. And I tried to start it again, but it just wasn't there. I mean, there was no drive. Uh, and I really regret not finishing that game because it's my favorite Zelda game. I, I mean, I know what happens, but I really, really regret not finishing that game at all. And, you know, uh, Josh, have you finished Wind Waker? I'm in the exact same boat as you. Not the memory part, but it's my favorite Zelda, and I've never finished it. I've started it like three times, got like halfway through, three quarters of the way through, and then for whatever reason, I would just stop or get distracted. I think that I think that might be like my 2015 uh, uh, New Year's resolution is finish that game. I'll, I'll snag it on the uh, HD on the Wii U. Anyone got an extra copy they want to send me? No, but you know what? Fuck that. I'm going to do the same thing because Jonathan's saying he's going to fire me if I don't play another Zelda game. <laughs> All right, let's do it. Let's let's do it. And then we can live stream it on our uh, Geekscape TV Twitch channel. What do you say? Uh, we can't unless Juan can. He's the one with the <laughs> Wii U capture card, right? I do have yeah, he's it. He's got the Elgato. All right. Uh, well, uh, so sending your responses. What is your biggest gaming regret, everybody? Uh, you can find us all at Geekscape.net. You can follow us on Twitter at Geekscape Games. I'm on Twitter as at Shane O'Hare. I'm at D. Cranavelt. At Inu Joshua. At the King of Mars. At the King of Mars. I love that username. That's fabulous. All right, everybody. Thank you for listening. We'll see you back here next week uh, for more Geekscape Games. Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.